The following program is called Respectable Sins. Hello, listeners. This is Terry, the host of the Christians Who Read Books. We have started discussing the book titled Respectable Sins Confronting the Sins We Tolerate. The author of this book, Jerry Bridges did not intend to press upon the readers a sense of condemnation or guilt. He wrote it with the hope that as believers, we would recognize the sins we may unknowingly commit so that we may repent of them, turn back to God, and live holy and godly lives. He wanted this book to be a guide in that process of repentance and redemption. Do you desire to be a holy and true children before God? If yes, this book will be important to you. To become holy and true children of God, there is a clear process we must go through. We must examine the root of those sins that may be deeply embedded within us, so that we may confront them and go through a time of repentance. The process may not be enjoyable or pleasant, and it may even be painful. Nevertheless, they are necessary for the good news of the gospel to shine through us. Have you ever heard of the baby elephant syndrome? We all know fully grown adult elephants are enormous and incredibly strong, to the point where just being close to them could be a terrifying experience. Yet, those who train elephants can control them only with this simple shackle around the ankle. Even though an elephant weighing over 5 tons could easily break the shackle, it never attempts to do so. Why? It's because elephant trainers began tethering baby elephants with these shackles from a very young age. Baby elephants would initially try to break the shackles, but when they realized they could not, they would eventually give up. When that happens, they are now conditioned to think this is impossible. This phenomenon is known as the baby elephant syndrome. When you see such an elephant with simple shackles around its ankles, what would you want to say to it? Elephant, don't dwell on the past. Back then you were small and weak, but now you have immense strength. Break free from the shackles and go where you want to. Wouldn't you want to say something like that to help the elephant break free from its bondage? Perhaps some of us as believers are also trapped in this baby elephant syndrome. Although the Bible clearly states that Jesus has set us free from sin, we may still think, I can't overcome sin, it's simply impossible. We may not even consider trying to fight against sin. The Bible proclaims that through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have the authority and ability to overcome sin. That means we can choose not to sin. Have you ever had the determination that you could overcome sin and declare, I can defeat the sin now. I can choose not to sin. Perhaps because we've never actually overcome sin or because we've been entangled with the sinful nature since childhood, we might regard the idea of being completely free from sin as something that might happen in the distant future or even believe we shouldn't attempt to challenge in this life much like the baby elephant syndrome. The authority to overcome sin has been given to us, and the gospel of Jesus Christ is the way. It is through His death and resurrection, His grace and His love, that this path is open. Those that do not believe in Him cannot even recognize sin as sin, let alone have the power to overcome it. But for those that believe, it is entirely possible. The real question is, Do you have a heart that truly wants to be free from committing sins? Do you want to let go of your desire and cravings? Have you ever felt so repulsed by sin that it was unbearable? 
The author of this book, Jerry Bridges, says, Sin is a spiritual and moral cancer that, if left unchecked, spreads throughout our inner being, infecting every area of our lives. It can even spread to other believers around us. You might agree with this. When you gossip about someone, that person is now involved in the gossip as well. When you complain about something, it not only affects your mood, but also darkens the spiritual atmosphere around you. When you sin openly, others might follow, thinking, if they can do it, why can't I? For instance, suppose you come to a pedestrian crossing. You see a red light, so you stop and wait, even when no car is passing by. Then, all of a sudden, someone dashes across, followed by one or two more people, also ignoring the red light and crossing the street. Disobedience is contagious. With social acceptance and media exposure, actions like drinking, premarital cohabitation, divorce, infidelity, lying, same-sex relationships, and tax evasion are becoming more accepted in society. Do you want to rid yourself of these sins? Many people among us have vague thoughts about sin. They might not even understand what sin truly means, as specified in the Bible. So they fail to consider social sins as sins and proudly proclaim themselves as sinless. However, according to the Bible, sin is an act of rebellion against God. It separates us from God, distances us from Him, and eats away at our lives. It affects us and those around us ultimately leading to the agonizing crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. The author, Jerry Bridges, delves into these issues surrounding sins one by one, hoping that believers will gain a deeper understanding of the terror of sin and at the same time realize the depth of God's forgiveness. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms of Christ Jesus. This is in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1-6. through 6. In order to understand the forgiveness and love of God, we must desire to take time to understand what sin is and to engage in deep repentance and turn back to Him. One thing Jerry Bridges talks about is ungodliness. This term might give us the impression of not believing in God, and you might even think, well, that's not me because I do believe in God. However, Jerry explains it this way. Ungodliness is living as though God, His will, His glory, and our dependence on Him are almost never on our minds in our everyday lives. So even if you are always kind, polite, enthusiastic in service, and diligent in attending church, if you live your life as if God doesn't exist, and if God is not in your thoughts, then that is ungodliness. How often have you thought about the Lord today? What does God desire for you in the coming week, and where can you find His will? Have you spent time pondering God's Word in the past month? With these questions, we conclude our session this week in the Christians Who Read book. In our next session, we will continue to delve deeper into the topic of respectable sins and discuss ungodliness further.
in life and death. Christ alone, Christ alone, what is our only confidence? That our souls to Him belong, who holds our days within His hand. What comes upon from His command, and what will keep us to the end? The love of Christ in which we stand. Everlasting life with 